Yeah, man. Uh, that is pure drugs right there. Oh, God. Good stuff, though. Pretty good. Pretty good. Cream, you know, Cream was all right. I, I, I don't get all the uh, hoopla these days. You know what I mean? Like, the, the dudes of Cream ended up doing way better stuff, but it, what in a weird and experimental time to be alive. Like, that was pop music? Man. That's way better than what we have now. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that was like considered selling out. I guess. I mean, you know, that was some mind experimentation going on with that, man. I mean, they did have some good songs over the years. You got the White Rabbit. And... Yeah, you picked the worst song, apparently. Man, they got a bunch <laughs> of good ones. <laughs> no, I, so I, I was going to do Pinball Wizard for the next. Uh, get down. Um, we were having some tacos before the show at a local dive joint, and um, they had the two games right next to each other. They had the uh, the pinball machine and the uh, the golfing. What is it? The tee golf. The you know super oh, tee. Yeah, golden tee. Golden tee. Yeah. And I yeah. I worked at a bar for many years and. Uh, there was a crew, a dedicated crew of gentlemen who would meet daily during the week on their lunch breaks, and they would golden tee off. They would have, you know, they had their cards and their accounts and their scores, but they would they'd play fairly seriously. One fella broke his thumb playing too aggressively at one point. <laughs> Actually broke his thumb. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Today's day and age. Yes. Do you call it a sports injury? Yes, he's an athlete. That's a sports injury. <laughs> he dedicates himself daily to this game, man. Yeah. I mean, there was one guy who proclaimed to have spent maybe thirteen thousand dollars on the golden tee over his lifetime. He could have just bought the game for, <laughs> for his house. That's right. I don't. Even, I can't even imagine how much it is, but it's got to be like five, five, six thousand tops. Tops. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, um, this fella he wandered into the bar as we're sixty six hundred dollars. Sixty six hundred dollars. Two buy of them. Uh, yeah, that's right. So he wandered in the bar, and we're hanging, we're eating some tacos, and. He goes up to the coin machine and gets some quarters, and we were debating as he was slowly meandering towards the gaming section as to what his choice would be, and we both believed he had the generalized look of a fella who would be a Golden Tee member, and uh, sure enough, to our surprise, he turned right and went right to the uh, pinball machine, man. And so, yeah, man. So I was like, oh, we got a pinball wizard on our hands. <laughs> I said it out loud. I couldn't help myself. You never get a pinball wizard, man. Not nowadays. <laughs> Not nowadays, man. The, the pinball machine usually sits there in the dust. Uh, so I was impressed, and he, he had uh, pulled out a bunch of change. He was ready to go in for the long haul. So my hat's off to him. Man, pinball wizard, and he was using quarters? Old school, my man. He didn't swipe the card. This guy, legit. He's Ladies, a- <laughs> you need to find yourself a man <laughs> that plays the pinball machine with quarters. He's got quarters in his pockets. <laughs> Not even that, man. He had that 
coin dispenser on his belt. No, uh, no. no, I made that up. I know. There's no way. Nobody no has way. that. Dude, no <laughs> way. <laughs> they don't make men like that anymore. No. That's right, dude. You see one of those. Oh, That's yeah. a unicorn. <laughs> I already know it. You could already picture the mustache that guy would have. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the, tr- the change dispenser. Yeah, man. They don't rack the change dispensers anymore. Oh, that uh, Dude, nobody do- does change anymore. I, I'm telling you right now, you go work in poor neighborhoods, uh, th- these people just throw change all over the ground. Nobody wants to carry it anymore. Oh, really? I value the change now. I don't know why. I really enjoy filling up the change jar. And oh, Nothing better than that gallon, dude. You fill up a gallon with change? Wow, you're, you're a gallon man. Okay, I go for the mason jar. <laughs> Got an amateur saver over here, people. You fill up the mason <laughs> jar, you get a hundred bucks, you know, mostly quarters. It's good it's good jam. Yeah, gallon's about uh it's about like two fifty, three hundred. Yeah. That seems about, about right. right. Yeah. That math that, that math works out. <laughs> you don't get a lot of pennies these days. I, I've been noticing they've they've kind of rounded up the situation there. Uh, I think you're just not looking hard enough, man. I'm I'm always coming home with pennies I find on the ground. Oh I always pick up pennies. I've picked up a few penny in my day, absolutely. And you always find more than one. I'm telling you, people just drop it. You, oh, if you see one coin, just look around. There's like three more guaranteed. Every time. <laughs> Every time. It's crazy you got all these homeless guys just sitting in one spot begging for money. They could be walking around, getting some exercise, and probably finding more money than just sitting in <laughs> a singular area. Did we talk about the lady with the crows? I'm not sure if we... We may oh, like have they started bringing her money. Uh, was this wasn't there like a podcast special on this woman? Yeah, it was like something. Yeah, she like started just feeding these crows, and then they started bringing her treats, and then she sometimes they bring her like buttons and money. I don't think this is the first homeless lady to weaponize oh, the she crow. Homeless. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was working, or not working, but just someone chilling at the house. I think she was working. There was just something that happened. She wasn't like, you know, like I would want to like actually do that, you know? It takes a certain skill set, I imagine, um, and an energy. Animals sense the energy, man. I'll just think, especially crows, they probably know when they're being used. Oh, right. You know? Yeah, they're smart guys. They they know when you're up to no good. Be hard to conquer a crow. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, uh, the crow is getting something out of the deal with the homeless lady. Yeah, food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. It, makes sense. What else does a crow want? <laughs> right. <dude. laughs> I have no idea. I mean, the crows are a weird group. They. Rolling that flock known as a murder. That's crazy. No, no, uh, no sports team, the Crows. It's black. Like, it's such a cool looking bird. Wow. We got the Ravens. No Crows. No Crows. Raven. Isn't the Raven just a huge, more vicious crow? Well, see, my thing with the Ravens is how, how, you know, how come we can't have the Chiefs or the Redskins? But we could have the Ravens for Baltimore. <laughs> oh man, 
It's a stretch, but I, I see where you're at, and I like it. You know what I mean? And we got rid of the Washington bullets, right? Because it was offensive. <laughs> Gonna have this black bird represent Baltimore? Mm-hmm. You know, the bullets in the NBA were Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken, and then they moved to D.C. No, there was no bullets, was there? Oh, you don't remember the bullets, bro? Come on, man. Yes, the Washington Bullets. Dude, yes, man. That was an NBA team forever. And they changed it to the Wizards in 1999 because they felt like they were promoting violence. And it was at the time when D.C. became like the murder capital of America. (laughs) That's how we got the Wizards? Yes, it absolutely is how we got the Wizards. They used to be the Bullets. Originally Baltimore Bullets, which makes more sense, or at least it has made more sense over the previous decades. Uh, And then D.C., maybe crime's bad in D.C. as well, equal to Baltimore. I'm not too familiar with the area, but I do recall the the Washington Bullets, man. Oh, that's so funny. They were definitely a team. Yeah, definitely were. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. It's crazy. It's when they f- became the capital bullets. Right, yeah, it's fitting. I think it yeah. works. Yeah. Well, the bullets. team. <laughs> Not really. They're, they're, uh, the, the owner of the bullets, or wizards, if you will, is threatening to move to Virginia, as I've mentioned before, and it's looking more and more likely that that's going to happen. And Governor Youngkin, if I'm not mistaken, of uh, Virginia there is really pushing for it. Because it would bring in spectacular levels of revenue into the state. And the whole reason for the leaving of D.C. is the crime and the politics and the fact that neither one will change for seemingly decades to come. Wow, and he also owns the Capitals. Yeah, both teams. They would move to Virginia. Ooh, that's brutal. Dude, I don't know why. I thought Jordan owned the Wizards. It's the Bobcats, or I believe now they're the Hornets, Charlotte. Mm. And I think he just officially sold ownership. Really? For like a solid billion. (laughs) Trump change. Jordan is so filthy rich, he's just (laughs) buying and selling teams like they're cigars. Uh, He's losing them in bets nowadays. That's right, dude. (laughs) Oh, what? Bobcats, I lost them to Charles Barkley over a whole nine. It was incredible. Uh, not, oh, no. That, he's, dude, he's not even betting on shit like that. He lost to Charles Barkley over whose bag would come out of the turntable first <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best stories. Where he's like gambling $10,000 on whose bag's going to come out first. That is a wild thing to bet on. And isn't part of the story that he pays the baggage handler beforehand to hold the other yes. guy's bag? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to, to place a certain bag first. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking genius. <laughs> oh, man. He knows how to bet. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, I think Jordan is selling his team. I mean, the market is... Pretty rich right now for purchasing sports teams. I know for a fact, I've read it multiple times, and it's uh, picking up a lot of steam recently, which is uh, LeBron James is adamant about purchasing the NBA's Las Vegas team when they officially 
you know, extend the league or move a team from somewhere else there. I think they're going to add two teams, uh, one for Vegas and one for Seattle. I, there's a lot of hype for them to bring back the S- Supersonics, which uh, I, I personally love the name, the Supersonics. Mm. Supersonics? Yeah, the Seattle yeah. Supersonics, man. They played the Bulls in the 95-96 uh, championship. What's the mascot? I can't remember. <laughs> Is it Sonic the Hedgehog? It should be. And I, I just remember they had Sean Kemp and Gary the Glove Peyton. <laughs> One of the best nicknames <laughs> out there. Oh, that's gay. Yeah, it was just an S with a basketball. Kind of yeah. looks like the, it's green and yellow. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's probably why they moved to Oklahoma. Um, but either way, it'd be nice to get oh, a, that's where you got the thunder or whatever. What are they? That is where you got the thunder. Yeah. They, so Kevin Durant was actually drafted by, mm. and I believe played a season for the supersonics and then they moved to Oklahoma city. What a dumb name. The thunder thunder works for Oklahoma city though. I think it plays into their whole being in the middle of the country and they get the storm. You don't think they should be the tornadoes? That's a hard one to spell and pronounce for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thunder's easy. Lightning was a stretch, so they went with thunder. Tornadoes, get out of here, man. But out of everything in the storm, the only thing that doesn't kill you is the thunder. Oh, wow, yeah. So it's the weakest part of the storm. It's the, it's the, like, everything in the storm could be dangerous, except the thunder. It's just so a lot of your eardrums. It's just, just sound. <laughs> It's a lot of noise. <laughs> no Actually, action. LeBron should be on the Thunder. A lot of noise, not a lot of action. Yes, absolutely. Smoke and mirrors. Absolutely. Um, Perfect. LeBron, yeah, he, he could be on the Thunder, but the Thunder are actually good. Uh, believe it or uh, not, one of the best teams in the West right now, they cultivated a lot of young talent and didn't blow their load and spend a ton of money on someone like LeBron James. And so mm. they're competing for the top seed in the West and so the they Lakers built a team in this team sport. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of those teams where you got a bunch of players who are equally trying to participate. Right. But who's the one guy that the whole team works around? Oh, they don't have one. It's crazy. Yeah. They, okay, no, they, they I'm here. So then who sits on the chair that's six inches higher? <laughs> Nobody. It's crazy. <laughs> Their whole bench is equal height. I don't yeah. They it. play equally like a team. It's wild. <laughs> You know what's funny, too, man? I was watching a Lakers game recently, and it was the first quarter, and we saw this happen live. LeBron just hung back, didn't play defense, a quick basket was scored, and then they just, like, you know, threw it like a football to LeBron on the other side, and he did this, like, awesome dunk, and the crowd went wild, and he, like, flexed like he was LeBron, man. (laughs) And then when you go watch ESPN highlights, they cut it so it looks like he had a mad dash. Yes, it's all they you know? showed on ESPN. Sports Center, it was the highlight of the night, dude. LeBron's first quarter dunk. He does it every game. He gets one first quarter dunk. That's uh, so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. The guy like wasn't even sweating by the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's right, dude. Well, he's going to be uh, definitely in the playoffs this year. I guarantee it. They, every year, his team stinks. Something happens towards the end. It gets really funky. And he sneaks in, and he's in the Western Conference Finals. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, of course. It happens every year. <laughs> of course. Oh, man. Well, we're... Gotta bring in that money. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of sporting events, 
The reason we're uh, doing a funky recording uh, this weekend is because Emma and I are going to a watch party for the Baltimore Ravens, as we were discussing, playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I have a friend who's a Chiefs uh, fan, so we're going to get together and harass each other and what have you. I'm strictly going for the Taylor Swift watch party. Oh, I know. With all the Swifties. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I'm wearing my favorite Swifty outfit. Should be nice. Uh, Are you guys, uh, you got the jello shots for every time they showed Taylor Swift? You take a jello shot? And they are in all the different shades of lipstick that she has worn throughout the season. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the Swift watching party. So if, if you don't believe the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl, you're an idiot. All right. There's yeah, so I, I, many people tuning into this stupid game for her, and they need her to be in the Super Bowl game so everyone can tune in for that game. Of course. Of course. Although, dude, did you see the way, that thing that came out where uh, 93 out of the top 100 rated shows were NFL games? Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah, and then the other ones are college football games. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's watching anything else but sports. We are in idiocracy. It's officially there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, have you looked at Discovery Channel recently? I haven't, actually. No, it's been a long time, and I think they're on the whole subscription deal, right? Now it's literally just dumb people looking for gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, and the Alaskan it's truckers. It's naked dumb people trying to survive and become famous on a show, <laughs> or it's dumb people trying to become famous by looking for gold on a show. It's just it's I, terrible. I saw this article. It was New York Post, maybe, uh, from the other day, and it was about um, the ratings on cable, and apparently the CNN plunges behind History Channel and Obscure Western Network in primetime ratings. <laughs> So, I mean, people aren't even watching the news, man. It's just football now. They <laughs> turned off the news, dude. You're losing to the channel that people only turn on to fall asleep. <laughs> That's all History Channel is. That's pretty bad, man. Uh, this is really yeah. crazy stuff. They generated an audience during last week of 577,000 viewers. Wow, the whole week? That was uh, during each night during the week, during prime time. Whereas Fox got, during that same time, 2.09 million. (laughs) (laughs) And and here you go. ESPN, during that same time frame, received 1.6 million viewers during prime time. So, yeah, more people are tuned into football than the news. I guess, except for Fox. That's not even news. It's gut-filled. It's basically gut-filled, yeah. And uh, Jesse Waters, which is wild entertainment. It's it's a comedy show at this point. Yeah, I can't believe that guy's allowed on TV. He takes himself very seriously. (laughs) Have you noticed? For no reason. I know. For no reason. Nobody asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's very not deserved.
Um, but yeah, CNN is falling behind History Channel during prime time. Not surprising, uh, but pretty shocking. At least, at least they're tuning into the History Channel, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what they do on the History Channel. Yeah, I was just about to say, has history gone woke? It's probably gold diggers and reality <laughs> TV. For maybe that's where the fellas at the pawn shop hang out at on the History Channel. Oh, what happened to those guys? The owner the of the pawn shop, his son last week died of fentanyl, and he came out publicly and blamed the Biden administration for their debacle at the southern border. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Absolutely serious, yeah. His son died of a fentanyl overdose, and he made it very public and very directly blamed Joe Biden and the Biden administration's policy on the open southern border. Oh, uh, okay, but it wasn't like his son that he does the show with. No, it was the other loser son who like couldn't. He was such a drug addict. Apparently, he like couldn't be on the show. That's <sighs> terrible. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. You know who else's son died of a fentanyl overdose? Drew, uh, Drew Carey. No, um, Dana Carvey's son. Yeah, Dex yeah. Carvey, who was a, an up and coming apparently comedian. I never got into his stuff, but it's tragic. It's really sad, man. And dude, the fentanyl thing. It is just sweeping through our country, man. Yeah, that's terrible. 39 years old, man. So young. Or or all these people got the booster shots and <laughs> going to blame this one on the old fentanyl. Yeah. We got to blame the Chinese for something, man. <clears throat> yeah, they're the ones making the vape pens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like what's killing us. I like your vape pen theory. I really do. Um... But either way, uh, so we have the open border situation going on, affecting everyone. It's a huge deal here. Uh, I got a couple things on it that I could probably squeeze in, but my favorite thing so far is the Governors United. Did you catch this weekend what is happening rapidly? All the Republican governors across America are supporting and sending their own National Guard to the border to side with the Texas National Guard. Oh, yeah, the best part is the, uh, the meme of the Blues Brothers. We're getting the band back together, and it's all the red states. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a great meme. <laughs> Cue the Joy Reed meltdown, please. Yeah, it's so funny. You haven't seen those? No, I haven't seen that yet. It's, it's all the... <laughs> Is it? Is there a Confederate flag in the background? Yeah. Oh, you know of course, it. Dude. Of course, man. We're getting the band back together. Oh God. Well, Get ready th- for the Civil War. You know, it's weird though. This is um, not divided North South anymore. This is this spans across the country. Yeah, we're still pretty North South on this one. I was seeing the governors that signed on. If you check out the map, it goes all the way up to Montana. Oh, yeah, but those are, I mean, it's red-blue. It'll be an interesting civil war if we have one. We've brought it up before. All the men on the blue state side are not quite men anymore. And then we got... Yeah, good luck with those And then the red states, you got Texas, you know, and Texas, and did I mention Texas? I mean, look at the men in Texas compared to the men in, like, California, (laughs) dude. Come on. When you compare the trenches of the two armies, one will not have preferred pronouns. <laughs> That's right. Which trench do you want to be in? <laughs> yes. Which side are you on, man? Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I never thought we would get close to some semblance of civil war, but this is it, right? I mean, we're we're doing National Guard versus uh, Border Patrol, so we have armed sides, you know, kind of coming at each other at this point. I don't think it's as dramatic as everybody's making it out, but <laughs> I will say Mr. Uniter-in-Chief Joe Biden now now has half of the half of the union declaring uh you know that it that it's going to go against the federal government it's wild so you, stuff you have you have gone beyond dividing this country you know say what you want about trump at least you didn't have this going on man we could use a trump right about now it's kind of crazy yeah, we could use something right about now something man i don't know what but it i maybe trump's the answer i don't know but what's happening right now is pretty crazy stuff i never thought i'd see the day where we got troops of sorts heading their way from other states to defend another state in solidarity uh with this invasion that is occurring man uh let's do it let's dig it Texas Governor Greg Abbott said his state will continue to hold the line against the Biden administration's border crisis. Almost all of the Republican governors are rallying behind Abbott in his border showdown. 25 Republican governors signed a letter supporting Abbott and affirming that the state has the constitutional right to defend itself, including adding more razor wire along the Rio Grande to secure the border. CBS News immigration reporter Camilo Montoya Galvez is in Eagle Pass, Texas. Camilo, good morning. Good morning, Dana. The Department of Homeland Security had given Texas a Friday deadline to say that it would immediately grant federal Border Patrol agents access to this park behind me, but Texas is showing no signs of backing down, paving the way for another legal clash. Texas is doubling down on its efforts at the U.S.-Mexico border. The state is defying federal demands to allow Border Patrol into a public park in Eagle Pass. National Guard soldiers are fortifying the park with armed vehicles, fencing, and razor wire. This is the razor wire at the center of an intensifying political feud between the state of Texas and the Biden administration. Texas argues that this is repelling migrants from crossing into the country illegally, but the... So it's working. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. It's called, you know, putting the razor wire up, the point was to repel. And you're saying that it's repelling them? All right, here we go. Good deal. Yeah, it's working. Right? And it's cheap. Yes. Success. Cheap, effective. Put up more, please. Everywhere. Let's. <laughs> I, I, I don't get like, so all you people that are telling me the Democrats are not for open borders, they're literally opening the border. Not figuratively. They are actually going down and opening the border. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. Why? Why, Why do you want this border open? Well, because you want to flood the cities, overwhelm the cities force the cities to beg the federal government to allow them to give them work permits, let them work, let them vote, vote Democratic, because we're the ones who opened the door for you. Nah, I'm telling you, it's not about the vote. Everybody's got to stop thinking it's the vote. It's, they, they need them to flood red states. It's, it's, it's all about blue states and bringing in money to the federal government to subsidize the blue states programs that they, that they insist on giving to their people. Ah, you're saying this is a cover to make up for the fact that 
the ideas of the left are busted and cost too much money to actually pay for? Boulder and Denver. Denver's giving $1,000 to homeless people. That's Where's right. that money coming from? Oh, uh, right? my pocket, well, actually. My taxes, I believe. You can't even possibly afford all that. That shit is being subsidized from the federal government. The federal government needs these people to work in red states, pay federal taxes, but not take anything out of the system. That's why they're so hell-bent on keeping the border open and then also stopping them from shipping them to places like Colorado and Chicago. Because when you ship them to the blue places, you expose what's actually happening. No, when you ship them to blue places, now they start sucking up the benefits. And that's the whole point is I need you to stay somewhere where I don't have to give you benefits, but you work and pay me taxes. (laughs) Right? So if I keep you in Texas... You are a net gain for the federal government. If I send you to, to Denver, you are a net loss. Oh, yeah. Big time. Money-wise. This is all about money. We're, we're, I mean, they're literally, they need to bring these people in to pay for their bullshit schemes. Where are you coming up with all this money for Ukraine? Where are you coming up with this money for student loan debt? Everybody talks about how we don't have money, but then all of a sudden we always find billions of dollars. Where's it coming from? You know? Yeah, man. Great call. I'm uh, too stupid with my pea brain to really see the 4D chess going on with the migrants. I just see the squeegee boys. I say, get the fuck out of here, man. Get it's, out of here. It's, it's why people, even like, even like the people like our parents, one of the reasons everybody hated Trump, one of the biggest things they hated about Trump was he got rid of this. Or he put a cap on the salt exemption. And, the state and local tax exemption. All right. Thank you. Yes, I... Confirmed prior to that statement, P-Brain. The the way it works right now is people like our parents, they vote for all these Democratic bullshit policies in Chicago and Illinois. Oh, yeah. And they they tell you, no, it's fine. We don't mind the higher taxes. It's not bad at all. Because then when income tax comes, they get to write off all of their state taxes and and it gets subtracted from their federal income tax. That's the SALT exemption, your state and local tax exemption. Right? Yeah, man. That's and that's outrageous. what makes it seem not so bad. Because really all they're doing is taking the money that they were going to give to the federal government and they're giving it to their, uh, their state and their, and their city and it's funding these great programs. We can feel great about ourselves. <laughs> right? But somebody has to pay the federal government. So that's why when you go to somewhere like Florida where they don't have the income taxes that we have here and they don't have all that, you know, they're losing. That's crazy stuff, man. Yeah, I hear you. And... The scheme, I believe, is being exposed by what's going on here at the border. And having the governors unite, I love it. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I think it's bringing this further to light that um, I don't think this is going to be as divisive as red and blue when it comes down to the states. Uh, I think people, even on the blue side now, are a bit peeved by what they're experiencing with the migrant situation. Never underestimate the stupidity of the Democrats. Ugh, I'm like, you're magnifique. That is just a chef's kiss right there. How'd, where'd you come up with that? F- they fool me every election in Chicago. It's <laughs> you're absurd. right. Or, uh, absurd. as I've seen a lot spoken about here in Colorado, we're getting a mini push going on for kind of an end to the mail-in voting. It seems to be that when the mail-in voting went full on in Colorado, the Democrats haven't been able to, you know, 
let go of their power. <laughs> they seem <laughs> they seem to have a control on things here from the mail-in voting. So maybe we could end the mail-in voting, go into a program where you have to, I don't know, it sounds crazy, but show your ID when you walk in and cast mm. your vote, right? It's crazy, but... Uh, sounds should, racist. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, but it's Colorado. We're racist uh, by our nature. So do something like that, maybe get rid of the mail-in voting. If we could start heading down that way, maybe we'll have somewhat more fairer elections. I doubt it, though. Yeah. I doubt it. Not here. It's not going to happen for a while. Uh, shall we finish off this Governor United? Yeah. I love it. The Biden administration says that it is preventing Border Patrol from doing their jobs. While the wire has forced some migrants to return to Mexico, others like Rosa Lara and her four-year-old son, Tiago, still manage to find a way into the U.S. after crossing the Rio Grande. Oh, so hurrah, hooray. They still got in here illegally. Let's celebrate, right? Yeah, it's good Unbelievable. News. But I, the reason I love this clip, as always, you got to wait till the end, baby. They're going to interview uh, some local law enforcement, and here's what they have to say about this migrant situation. While the White House has called Texas's actions inhumane, some local leaders support them. Governor Abbott is doing what the federal government should have done a long time ago. Uh, I'm not saying about the razor wire, and I'm not saying about, but about curtailing the influx of migrants into the United States. Uh, if that would have happened uh, years ago, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in right now. Government data released on Friday confirmed that officials here along the U.S.-Mexico border processed more than 300,000 migrants in December, a record high. While border officials have seen a dramatic drop in illegal crossings since then, they are bracing for another crisis. 300,000, bro. In one month, man. Come on. That's a lot of people, that's man. so many people. That is a that's ton a of lot. humans. That, I think that's more than some of our states. Uh, maybe. I mean... <laughs> Definitely about Vermont, Rhode Island. It's the size of Rhode Island. Island uh, even Rhode Island's a million. <laughs> the little guy. Well, I tell you what, 300,000 over 10, 12 months, and I'll give you less over some of those months, but we're definitely talking well over a million over the course of a year. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, this is insane. For dude. reference, Wyoming has 581,000. There you go. We left 300,000 in one month. Yeah. One month. Yeah, so for, for the winter season, we've allowed uh, uh, two Wyomings walk through the border. Congratulations, <laughs> people. Congratulations, everybody. Is this, are, we, are we building back better? Or, yeah. Anybody this, else feel better? <laughs> are we back? Did we build anything? <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite part about I, I that. What they say, uh, make America great again. When were we great? I don't know, maybe when we weren't letting in 300,000 people a month. <laughs> look, even Trump wasn't perfect. I actually took a look at some graphs from the previous decade or so. I mean, this thing got out of hand during Obama. Trump kind of curtailed it a little bit, but not, not by a significant amount. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were still kind of busting through during Trump. Uh, and then it just, the graph skyrockets man when biden takes over it, yeah. it it's crazy what happened uh it'd be nice to go back to like the bush era 
you know, when 9-11 occurred, and I've seen lots of reports and politicians and people within the defense intelligence community publicly saying we are at a critical point now where a 9-11 is imminent because of what we've allowed to come through the border. So Yeah, I know. I always take that with a grain of salt, though. You bring me into your house, I'm going to tell you, Frank, a, a leak is imminent, you know, because I'm a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You want to at least be able to say, I told you so, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You're always hedging your bets. You I know? warned you. I didn't say it wasn't going to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then when none of that happens, it's like, well, Frank, it's better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, we discussed the other day uh, Fetterman taking the red pill, and I cannot get enough of this guy lately. Did you catch this viral clip of him going around over the last few days? He was caught in some hallway there in the Senate, and he just kind of pulled a Trump and did like an unleashing of fantastical <laughs> Republican ideas that he, you know, again, the stroke is wearing off. The man is coming to, he's seeing reality for what it is, and he's just speaking the truth as he sees it. Um. <laughs> the best part is, though, sometimes he has ideas where you're like, you could, you could, you're realizing in his own mind he's coming to a conclusion that is just a Republican talking point. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he'll be like, no, I just think we need the open border. I mean, maybe... You know, maybe if we could just put something up that would guide them into the port of entry, maybe like a wall. Uh... <laughs> you guys got me. So I guess the Senate, I knew nothing about this, but apparently the Senate, Chuck Schumer, he's obsessed with banning Zyn, Z-Y-N, nicotine pouches. I'm, I know nothing about this. There's something up with the Democrats right now and banning like menthol cigarettes, which the Biden administration wants to not talk about for the next eight months because they have an election coming up and they want to, you know, sway the black people back to their side. <laughs> but they're, they're hell bent. And you can look it up. There's a lot of shit out there about it, but they really want to ban nicotine, um, menthol cigarettes. And then um, this Zin nicotine pouch, which might even also be menthol based but they're 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 hell-bent on this tobacco situation i was just about to no, i was just about to say i think maybe they uh maybe they're going after zin because it doesn't have tobacco oh is that what it is yeah i think it's like this it's just a nicotine pouch okay product contains nicotine it's just nicotine holy cow yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's strong it's not like like you've you know, because there's that big right. thing on Twitter. Yeah. Have you seen like the the doctors? I guess on Twitter they talk about how like nicotine is actually one of the best things you could do for your brain. Well, I've told you this that there are studies about some of the stimulus effects of nicotine um, promote positive functioning in the brain and you know the pumping of the blood and what have you obviously the mechanism to get that nicotine not so healthy right you know the smoking of the cigarette or the the cigar or chewing on the tobacco but there is some element of the the way the nicotine kind of reacts with your system that you know nope nope i call it bullshit i know it's bullshit 
It's nothing that ever like really is good for you. Is like feels good. I'm just saying what I've read. I'm not saying my own opinion. I know nothing about this. Uh, however, however, <laughs> I guess this is a huge deal in the Senate, uh, and Schumer's having a breakdown <laughs> over it, like a mental uh, situation, and I can't believe once again that I'm saying this. Folks, the voice of reason in our crazy, wild world is the stroke victim, John Fetterman, the guy who wears the hoodie to the Senate. This man is speaking the truth. I'm going to err on the side of more freedom and personal choices of those kinds of things. And I made that same argument when I wanted to legalize marijuana. Like, and you know, half more than half a million Americans die every year from smoking and t- tobacco, uh, or you know, tens and tens of thousands die from alcohol. And I think there's bigger issues to address than, than that product. So I, I don't support it, and I would never in, uh, support snuff or chewing tobacco, but it's available. All right, Freedom Fetterman. I oh, love it. Look at that guy, Red Hat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, dude. Pretty crazy stuff. He's talking about personal freedoms and the freedom of choice. Pretty crazy and radical. No, he doesn't understand, though. He's a Democrat. So freedom of choice, my body, my choice, that only works if you want to kill the baby inside you. <laughs> when it comes to injecting yourself with vaccines or what you smoke or what you drink, then it's not your body, your choice. Right. The government shall choose for you what's right for you. Exactly. Ah. And it's government's body, government's choice. You, know? <laughs> you are an American. You have a social security number. Oh, man, I, I promise you, very soon, Fetterman will go to his doctor for his booster shot. He's uh, <laughs> due for a stroke, if you know what I'm saying. No, but th- isn't this just, I can't believe you haven't brought this back up. Isn't this just more evidence that they swapped him out during yes. that quote-unquote hospital break? Yes, dude. No, it's the clone Fetterman. Absolutely. One of the actors went rogue. Or it's the original Fetterman, like they cloned him. And they've had this guy pimped up in some sort of island, right, where all the other clones are hanging out. And he's come to, and he's, like, speaking how po- pre-stroke Fetterman was speaking. <laughs> oh, they, <laughs> they can't find a way, out a way to give the clone a stroke. Yeah, they need to stroke to get out him the back clone. into the Democratic mind. <laughs> That's right. The only way to think like a Democrat is you got to have a stroke or two. And then... If you're a man. If you're <laughs> a grown right. man. Yeah. If you're a chick, it's understandable why you're a Democrat. But if you're a grown man and you're a Democrat, you <laughs> must have had a stroke. Oh, man. I was reading about the Sundance Film Festival, and there's a movie that's apparently going to be... They're alleging... I was reading about this in NPR. They're saying that it will probably net the most income from a buyer at Sundance. And it was it's with Will Ferrell and one of the writers from SNL during when Will Ferrell was there. And apparently this writer uh, has come out as a trans woman 
And so Will Ferrell decided to make a road trip documentary with with his friend of 30 years who's now a chick. And they it's like this very emotional and funny documentary. And they're like, talk about Will Ferrell, uh, some of the interviews he've do- he's done about the movie. And he discusses how like he got this letter from his friend who he's known all his life. And now all of a sudden he's a woman. And he's like, well, I, I needed to understand it myself. So I decided to make this movie. And I'm reading along and I'm thinking, wow, this is crazy. And I, I know how it's going to be celebrated. I know how they're in the Hollywood people are just going to obsess over this and it sounds interesting but really right off the bat you're just clearly seeing from Will Ferrell he's like I'm going to make a movie about my friend's mental illness and <laughs> and 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 we're going to we're going to make it we're going to make this normal you know and, and come to grips with it. it it's really crazy but like without saying it Will Ferrell's kind of saying it like oh my god I know I realize my friend's got a mental illness and I got to be there for him you know, and like do this with them. And it, it's crazy. It's a crazy idea. Uh, you know, these, these, and all I was thinking was, what is the connection between these Gen Z kids who are exposed to this ideology and these, these concepts? Did you see the statistic? 30% of Gen Z identifies Whoa. as uh, homosexual. LGBTQ. L- yes. Yeah. LGBTQ. And so, and that, that is a shocking statistic, but what connects Gen Z, who's clearly hyper exposed to this culture through social media and all this stuff, what connects them to this 60 year old liberal who's also going through the same, you know, mental experience? How, what, the, what's the, the connect? Liberalism. It's the liberal. <laughs> yes. It's the political ideology. That's you literally haven't grown it. up yet. And it's crazy to think that, that that is the tether, though. You know that's what it is. They're subscribing to the same ideologies. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I would, I would argue, like, the most underlying, like, the one thing that underlies it all is this, is this, uh, this quest for some, they call it happiness. Right. But that's, that's not what you're really looking for. You know what the I mean? acceptance or it's not even you know, acceptance you're already yeah. accepted celebration like, you know i don't know yeah yeah i don't know what it is but they're all they all have this quest for something that's just not there well, and you'll never find it you and i have discussed yeah. this before but we have lived we live 365 days a year never thinking like oh man i need my day where's my day where we celebrate me <laughs> you know <laughs> let alone a month I'm never like, hey, you know, know, hey, this is my month. All right, back off. All right, I'm celebrating me here for this month. <laughs> you know, like I, twelve months a year, I'm just fucking living, man, and working and making things happen, baby. You know, like that's life. Just trying to get to the next just day. Trying to survive, well, I got man. Time to celebrate myself. You know? <laughs> but like, who has the freaking audacity to be like, this is my day or my month, but, man? Listen, like, you want to celebrate crazy. yourself? Do it like everybody else. Fifteen minutes in the shower. You know? <laughs> as much celebration as a man needs you know (laughs) (laughs) oh man well this whole thing has gotten out of control with the blt sandwich community and we knew this day would come folks we knew it would come the olympics are upon us all right 
We kind of buried oh, it. I can't believe we swept this it under the rug for oh, far too long. But my God, of course it's here. Like, did we really not expect anything else? Can I? I I can only expect Bud Light to do a commercial with with Dylan Thomas, and then this freak show, Leah Thomas. Dude, wait, 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 Dylan, you, I can't wait for you to play Delaney. this clip, and I'm going to tell you the most embarrassing thing that's going to happen in America's future. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to be so embarrassing, and you're going to love it. But I can't wait to hear this clip. All right, let's do it, man. NBC News has learned that transgender swimmer Leah Thomas has quietly been mounting a legal challenge to rules that would keep Thomas out of the Olympics and other top-level competitions. A lawyer for Thomas says the challenge brought to the court of arbitration for sport in Switzerland looks to overturn rules issued back in 2022 that prohibit trans women from competing in women's swimming events unless they transitioned before the age of 12. World Aquatics, the group that... What? Dude, that is... <laughs> How's that even an option in today's world? How is that even an option? Well, therefore, it's, first of all, before 12, should be illegal. And then, <laughs> therefore, it should be illegal for this guy to compete against women. See how that's, that should be the loophole to stop all of this. I fixed it. I fixed it yeah. all. No, that's actually great. Okay, you did transition before 12. All right, we will let you swim with the girls, but your parents are going to jail. For child abuse, exactly. Yes. <laughs> We're going to take away the rest of the children, and this is... Holy sh... How is that even an option? Before... Dude, you and I... Simpatico, bro. I literally was shocked just right there on that note, man. Before 12, who is transitioning to to anything before 12? Anything. Dude, when you're 12, you're 12, just man. The, just the logic behind, like, I don't want this man with a dick swimming with my daughter. No, no, but she's been transitioning since 12. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, no problem. That's a lady dick. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was a lady dick. <laughs> so it's a, it's a dick and balls with a Brazilian wax. Okay, very nice. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> The rule did not respond to NBC's request for comment. And those rules were issued just a few months after Thomas made history in March of 2022, becoming the first openly transgender woman to win an NCAA swimming championship. Let's bring in now NBC's David Noriega for more on the story. And David transition. I mean, you couldn't hide it. <laughs> you got a dick, dude. You got a dick in an Adam's apple. You're wearing a one piece swimsuit. <laughs> You're obviously a trans, dude. You couldn't hide that one. Nobody could hide it with that photograph of this behemoth male standing on, (laughs) just towering over the three little girls that he just clobbered (laughs) in a swimming match, man. Are you kidding me? This this is incredible. (laughs) By the way, I know there's a God because... Leah Thomas is still in the news. This is incredible uh, stuff. Like so funny. every time this dude enters the seat, I'm like, yes. Like he could have just drifted off into the sunset, and we would have never thought oh, about with this his guy. NCAA with championship his, trophies. Yes, man. Does, laughing about it with all his dude friends. Start a podcast with Dylan Mulvaney. Travel the world. Do a cooking oh. show. Whatever. Oh, man. drink Bud Light for life. Yes, for dude. And just live the dream now. No, he's got a fight to go beat women in the fucking Olympics. He's going for gold, Frank. (laughs) Because one thing I know about real women, they have this just passion and desire to make it to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Almost just like this fighting instinct. This comes with all women. 
comes an elbow in. Where does public opinion fall on this issue right now? Because most Americans at this point seem to support laws that protect transgender women from discrimination. Right, Tom, so polling over the years has found some pretty complicated and at times contradictory opinions among, among Americans on various questions of trans rights. When asked in general terms, as you said, uh, some 64% of Americans support laws protecting trans rights. But when Okay, now pay Is this guy a trans? Sounds like he became a man <laughs> yesterday. Like, Jesus Christ. This is what I'm talking about with these people. He's, he's heading in one of the two directions. I just haven't figured it out yet. Uh, <laughs> He's today's version of a centrist. You don't know if he's headed towards the man or towards the woman's side. He's at about a half tuck. Uh, so we're gonna... <laughs> he's doing the tuck where the, you know, the part of the Polish sausage is kind of sticking out of the other side of the bun. You know what I mean? It's like... Just right in there. It's like when you're tying a tie. Sometimes you go with the full Windsor. Depending on what you're wearing, you gotta go with the half. <laughs> Maybe he's a bow tie guy. We'll never know. <laughs> That's a real Tucker. Oh, man. So... The numbers here are spectacular. So he just dropped the 64%. He just said, in a vague idea, 64% of the public say, yeah, I definitely support rights for trans people, right? Of course, like, because most people who, we support rights for all people. Like, that's the American way. Like, everybody, according to our Constitution, are supposed to have rights. It doesn't matter who you are. That's called America. That's why most people in general support rights for trans people because they're Americans and we support rights for all Americans. It's the beautiful thing of the Constitution. You have rights that cannot be infringed upon. They're inalienable, given to you by your creator. Sorry, but it's the way it's written. (laughs) (laughs) We've been abiding by this thing for like a couple hundred years here, baby. (laughs) It's been working pretty good. Been working pretty good. Some 64% of Americans support laws protecting trans rights. But when asked in more specific terms about this question of trans athletes, 69% of Americans are of the opinion that trans athletes should only be allowed to participate in teams matching their assigned sex at birth. And by the way, excuse me? Yeah, that's right, Leah Thomas. 70% of Americans say, no, you play the dudes, dude. That's how this game works. That's what you just you just defined America and, and we want you to do what you want to do and be free to be you, but you got a dick you're gonna play with the dudes. Yes, you play with the other dicks. See, <laughs> we've been doing this for thousands of years. Like even though even though the Greeks were banging other fellas, they played the other fellas. That's how it worked in the Olympics. It will always work that way. No me- amount. Of your cockamimi, insane wokeism will ever change the reality of two genders. I'm sorry, but it just will never change. Oof. I disagree. See, I'm, I'm, I want you to mark this time and date down so that we can bring this back in five years. Oh, yeah. I guarantee Leah Thomas will compete in the Olympics. I'm going. She is going to compete. And I bet she will place probably second or third. And the most embarrassing thing for America is when that Russian woman standing on the first place podium looks down at one of our men and realizes she's more of a man than him. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then shortly after that, Russia will invade our country because we are just not serious people. That's and when we have yes. no more men that that's, can fight. That's Red Dawn right there, man. The EMP goes off, telecommunications go down, China and Russia attack because we're all lady fellas. That's what's exactly, happened yeah, to that's America. All, that's all it is, dude. Country of you lady just, fellas. Just drive through a democratic city. Drive through Chicago, man. Even the gangsters don't look tough anymore. They're all got fucking lined up, and they're all... Oh, it's terrible. I sent you they're that... They're worried about their, <laughs> like, shoes matching their jacket than fucking anything else. I received a fantastic gift for Christmas this year from my office desk. It's the Far Side calendar where you rip off each day. And you get a new yeah. Far Side comic. It's the classics. Larson, the fellow who did the Far Side, hasn't done them for many years, so it's just still the old ones you remember. And um, a classic popped up. I took a picture of it and sent it to Mike. And it was a, uh, a spoof on a Western, and the sheriff is stroking his gun, and he's wearing a dress, and an- another Western fellow is wearing a dress, and... He talks about how uh, uh, one of these bandits is coming into town wearing the same dress the time before that he shot another fella. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. And the, the cartoon imagery is just spot on. And Mike and I couldn't stop chatting together privately about how, like, this, this is America now. Like, this is yeah. a reality. This isn't a spoof or a parody. Like, um, <laughs> we live in the world now. Where the dudes are wearing the dresses and they think they're men. It's crazy. No, yeah, I see it all the time where I, in Chicago where I'm like, this, that person's walking around serious. Like, yes. they're going to work. It's a dude with a mustache wearing, like, a red skirt. And he's serious. Remember the new... Pro- probably going to be, like, a law firm. You know? <laughs> no, have you seen any of these video promotional clips from... Uh, American Airlines. Oh, the airline Delta. I Del- think it was Delta. If it's the one who recently had the door blow off, I think. The- <laughs> yeah. No, they had the. Uh, <laughs> they were, they're missing bolts on the wings. <laughs> it was it was the uh, Alaskan Airlines, isn't it? And they had a promo ad of how woke or inclusive they are now. They're really big on the DEI, the diversity, equity, and inclusion, and um, they're huge on the. Ch- the fellas wearing the dresses and vice versa, doing the, the gender bending, uh, if you will. And I saw another clip. It was Virgin Galactic, the Bronson fella, the Branson yeah. guy who was mentioned in the Epstein files that we all stopped talking about immediately. Jew <laughs> uh, <but> tunnel? <laughs> hey, where's that Jew tunnel at? It probably led right to Epstein's mansion, and that's why they've just buried it in cement oh. and stopped talking about it. Like, we can't mention Epstein anymore, right? Mossad agent who? No, that's not possible. Yeah. I like how nobody talks about the fact that he's a Jew. It always kind of slips the radar, doesn't it, with most they, people? They, they do a great job of, like, if an Italian does something, you never stop hearing Mafia, about the Italians. Always like, the Mafia. Always the Mafia. If it's a Mexican, it's the Mexican cartel. Yes. The Sinaloa, the, you know what I mean? Like, it's... But it's a Jew? Uh, Harvey Weinstein was Jewish? Didn't even know. <laughs> Couldn't even tell. They never talk about how Ghislaine Maxwell's father was a known registered Mossad agent, which is why everybody just easily connects her and Jeffrey, you know, Jeff from down the, <laughs> the, the bloke from down the block. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. 
It's just Jeff. How, how could you be worried about a guy named Jeffrey? <laughs> uh, it's not a far stretch to think that they were agents themselves, man. Like, come on. Uh, collecting all that blackmail on all those famous people. Hollywood, the political arena, Prince Andrew and the monarchs and the royalty. Like, come on, dude. It's incredible. Like, it's pretty obvious. Right. Mm. All right. Well, we've officially Wouldn't it be been funny if like it was all, all all the whole thing was just to get Stephen Hawking there so they could get him to admit that the truth is the Earth is flat. Yeah, flat <laughs> Earth, baby. That's right. That's what Epstein's Island was all about. That's what they're hiding in the Jew tunnel. You know, the flat Earth. Oh, well, the flat the, Earth files. Maybe those tunnels lead to the Hollow Earth. Oh. Oh yeah. So you're saying the Jews are the lizard people? <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not going to say anything about the Jews, but uh, okay. you know what's funny with those tunnels, though. Um, there's a lot of speculation about decades worth of reporting about missing children in the Central Park area and in Manhattan and Brooklyn and all that stuff, and how these tunnels play a big role into that. So, you know, I've just heard that it's alleged. Hmm. But, you know, that's all okay. we can say. All right, all right well, we'll leave it there. All right. We've run out of time, folks. We're going to end it on Jew Tunnels. This could be the last episode we put out. 